Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Jason Kong, and usually I am alongside Bill Alexander. But Bill, you're joining us remotely today. How are you doing? I am. I'm, I'm actually doing fine. I uh, hope you are. Oh, it's excellent. You know, I always enjoy uh, a holiday week. You know, makes yeah, things a little you, bit dicey. Hope your family had a nice July 4th. We did. I hope yours did as well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely wonderful. No question about it. And, you know, we even had good weather. <laughs> we did. Very warm, but hey, at least it was dry enough to to have a fun week. And mm-hmm. Bill, we're going to get into a discussion. I know we've got your webinars coming up this Wednesday. We're going to talk a lot more about that later on mm-hmm. in the program. But you had something else on your mind that you wanted to start out the program with. I, I did. I, I Actually, I will call it a pet peeve. Uh, and uh, frankly, for, for those uh, who don't know, um, uh, my law practice uh, is what I must call a small business. And uh, frankly, for the most of the years that I have practiced law, um, I've had between two or three, five or six, seven, eight employees uh, the entire 46 years I've been practicing law. <laughs> okay. Now, what's my pet peeve? My pet peeve is the fact that small businesses don't get the quality of advice to save money or save taxes that larger businesses get. And there's there's a holistic reason for it. It's real easy. It's the fact that the professionals who understand uh, techniques and um, uh, programs that will actually help businesses in a big way don't focus on those who don't have a lot of employees. Why? Because the professionals make a heck of a lot more money if they land a big business or a medium-sized business rather than a small business. Well, the fact is that leaves the rest of us out there struggling to figure out (laughs) how to run a business. And, and you know, and part of running a business is how do we save taxes? How do we operate efficiently, spend less to do what needs to be done for ourselves, our business, our employees? I mean, it, it, it gets, it's pretty simple economics when you really get down to it. And the fact is, is that uh, for for me, uh, these are things that took me years to figure out because, uh, you know, I I would go along not liking doing certain types of things. uh, And then I would discover, oh, there's a better way to do it (laughs) and a cheaper way and a more efficient way to do it. But nobody ever told me. And and one of the, I mean, and I'll give you a, a perfect example of it, which uh, I cured about 10 years ago. But before that, uh, and okay, and I've had about the same number of employees uh, for the for the last, you know, 15 years or more. 
And, and the fact is that uh, I had a 401k retirement plan. I wanted to have a plan to, to help keep my employees happy where all of us could put money back for retirement uh, and that I could match some of or all of the employees' uh, savings into their 401k plan. Well, and, and quite frankly, my financial advisor at the time uh, had recommended that I do a 401k a plan, a traditional plan. And I, and I chose one that was called a safe harbor plan. So that, you know, if you cert, do certain, do it a certain way, then you have less liability. Um, yeah. But what I found was that it was complicated and it had a, a great deal of liability on me. Uh, it uh, also um, required me as the employer to fill out some fairly complicated forms uh, with the Department of Labor, if you can believe that, uh, that had to be absolutely accurate and, and it was very time consuming. Well, time consuming is time is money. And it, it also uh, gives one a great deal of stress if, if, if it's not something you do every day as well. Uh, and it takes you away from the things that you need to be doing to make money. So guess what? It, uh, that particular 401k plan was uh, a pain in my side, to say the least. Well, okay, so I go down the road 10 or 15 years. And I'm talking to the same financial advisor and, and I'm, I'm going, well, how do you deal with the annual? Because his, his office staff was almost identical to my own. And it was like, OK, you had put me into this plan. So what do you do? I mean, how do you deal with, with these things? Is there the easier? And then I come to find out that he didn't have a 401k plan. Now, the, something to make you mad my gosh it's like okay what do you do well he had a plan called a simple plan and it was like well why do you do that well it's because it doesn't require all these forms well duh <laughs> so Obviously, I switched over to a simple retirement plan, which is wonderful for small uh, businesses, uh, you know, and quite frankly, anybody uh, with less than 20 employees, probably if they wanted to have a retirement plan. One of the sad things about this country is that only about, uh, well, there's probably half of the small businesses or more than half of the small businesses have no retirement plan at all. And, and that's really sad because one of the things that I worry about this country is the fact that people don't save enough for retirement. Um, you know, half the country doesn't have enough savings for, for retirement. What are they going to do? I guess that's where those are the folks that work uh, at Walmart when they're 80 years old. But the fact is, is that it's almost to a crisis level in terms of people not saving enough money for the future. So, yeah, I do. That does bother me. But OK, with a simple plan, uh, I can um, uh, contribute 
just like I did with my 401k plan, I can contribute up to 3% of what my employees put back into their own retirement plan. And so it's very similar to a 401k plan, except it's a, it, it doesn't come with all of the liability and all of the paperwork and all of the other stuff that we small employers absolutely abhor. So those are the kinds of things that really bother me. And it's one of the reasons that when I uh, have my client consults, I talk to people about uh, things that most estate planning attorneys don't ever mention, you know, such as how you might save some money on your taxes in terms of uh, how, you know, some of the things that, that people can do, because even CPAs don't take enough time with people. You know, most of the, most of the accountants and CPAs are tax preparers as opposed to tax consultants. And while CPAs are certainly qualified to do it, oftentimes they don't, and particularly with the smaller employees. Or they might make a suggestion, but they don't tell the employer exactly how to do it. So I do take time with folks to, to um, give them some advice when I review their tax returns as to how they might, particularly for seniors, how they might save money on their taxes or save money uh, in their businesses. Um, now, I, I learned recently about, uh, you know, one of the things that when we talk about um, retirement plans, um, the SECURE Act actually opened up an avenue for businesses that uh, can save a good bit of, of money for small and medium-sized businesses uh, that are frustrated with their 401k plan. Uh, and so, I, you know, when, I, I want to mention that uh, because I think it's it, it could be extremely helpful uh, for those, because there are an awful lot of folks, you know, this country really thrives on small business if you got right down to it. And the SECURE Act actually gave us uh, a benefit that I just learned about. You know, nobody knows everything and we learn as we go along, but it, it's important enough that I think I need to share it. Excellent. Well, we'll get to that. And Bill, I know you are very passionate about sharing the knowledge that you have acquired with your uh, your clients and with those who attend your webinars. It's something that uh, is very important to you. It's part of the reason why you do this show is to help people uh, become informed because there is so much uh, to know when it comes to estate planning or knowing about long-term care or asset protection and trust planning. There's so much knowledge from your experience that you have that uh, I know you want to enlighten all of us because uh, you've seen a lot of people make mistakes in these regards, and those can be very costly. So I have some options for folks if they want to learn more from Bill. If you want to schedule an appointment to speak with Bill, you can go to WGALaw.com. That's the easiest way to set aside some time to 
talk to Bill, see what your situation is. Maybe you want to have some documents drawn up or reviewed and get some advice from Bill. That's a great opportunity for you. Or if you would like to attend Bill's webinars, they are happening this Wednesday, July 12th. If you want to learn more about Medicaid, VA benefits, and other forms of assistance, government assistance when it comes to long-term care or dealing with a long-term care crisis, this is an excellent educational opportunity for you. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the Seminars button to learn more. Bill also has a webinar dedicated to asset protection and trust planning happening on the afternoon of Wednesday, July 12th. Go to WGALaw.com, click on that Seminars button to learn more, or you can call the office, 919-256-7000, 7,000. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Don't forget, Bill's webinars are happening this Wednesday. Go to WGALaw.com to learn more. Register for Bill's free webinars happening on Wednesday. Learn more about long-term care assistance or asset protection and trust planning. Go to WGALaw.com. Click on the Seminars button at the top of the page to learn more. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander joining us remotely via Zoom today. And Bill, we just had a a segment where we were discussing small business owners and the inconsistency with the level of advice that they get compared with large businesses. But you uh, that led us into a teaser here for something related to the Secure Act. Well, absolutely. So let's let's talk. And when I'm talking about the Secure Act, I mean uh, obviously normally. What what we talk about as it relates to the Secure Act is is the fact that it it changed a number of of things in related in relation to retirement plans in terms of the age for required distributions and uh, how um, uh, inherited IRAs had to be taken out within ten years. I think. Most people who listen to my show know about most of those things with the SECURE Act at this point. Uh, So stretch IRAs uh, have gone away as far as children uh, or grandchildren inheriting your retirement plan. But one of the things that was thrown in there is basically um, a, a thing that that I want to talk about, which is a PEP, a PEP plan. Now. Uh, So let's talk about who are we talking about that should think about it. If you're you're self-employed, then a SEP, an SEP, is certainly the way that you can put money back for yourself without, in other words, uh, pre-tax money into a retirement plan for yourself. And for a lot of folks, that's the way to go. If you don't have employees and you're just working for yourself, you have a successful business, you should be putting money back for your retirement and being able to do it 
by, by placing money that you've earned into a retirement plan so you don't have to pay taxes on it now. So it reduces your current taxes and allows you to, to save for the future. Now, if you're a small employer with, um, you know, with a number of employees, uh, but not too many, you know, you got two employees or 10 employees or the like, a simple plan, uh, which I was just talking about, which is the plan that I'm currently on, uh, is um, is a very, very good way to go. Uh, very little uh, administrative stuff to have to do as an employer. It's not like you have or need uh, an additional employee to administer the plan like it seems like you need with a 401k plan, those kind of, particularly for larger employers. But the fact is, is that um, a simple plan isn't in fact simple and it's easy to administer and it works so that your employees have the option of of uh, putting a, a percentage of their uh, wages um, into a retirement plan pre-tax, which is pretty nice. And it allows you to contribute to it as an employer, as an incentive, which is really the way to go. Okay, so uh, the, then the next step up is a safe harbor 401k plan. Uh, and of course, what I'm talking about this morning is not exhaustive. There's other plans out there. Um, but who should go to a 401k plan? Well, those smaller employers who are just killing it. They're just making hands money hands down. Uh, they And they want to put more money, a lot more money, back into a retirement plan for themselves. Well, a 401k plan does allow you to put far more money back than some of the other plans. Um, so you just have, that's one of the things, but okay. So what's a PEP? What's a PEP? Well, a PEP in the past, before this change in the SECURE Act, was prime air. It's where employers uh, typically that were related in, in, in associations and labor unions and others could actually put their plans together for efficiency. So guess what? It cost less to administer, but you still you still had um, forms to fill out and those kinds of things. But it was also a, a cost savings because uh, because of uh, the efficiencies, if you will. Well, now the Secure Act with a PEP allows you to do a 401k type plan, or I, should, I shouldn't say a 401k type, I'm saying allows you to do a 401k with a lot of other businesses with no liability as it relates to other businesses in the group. That was one of the problems with these other plans. Uh, and efficiencies so that the employer doesn't have to deal with all of these forms. And because it's consolidated with a lot of other companies who are in this type of plan, um, the, the 
administration costs have been negotiated down to the lowest possible level. But the employees get uh, lots of wonderful low-cost uh, funds to choose from, which is which they're looking for, of course, and as an employer, you, you are too. Um, but the bottom line is, it's it's something that most of us would never know unless somebody says, hey, look at this. This is something that uh, you can do that's going to save you money, save you time, save you trouble at very and and there's a particular plan that I'm interested in moving my own business to uh, that where there's no cost whatsoever to transition and it lowers the overall costs of of the retirement plan. So that I'm excited about. And so if if folks are interested in if you're an owner of a business and interested in this type of thing, let me know and I'll put you on to it. Uh, so it's it's a um, it's a pretty interesting concept uh, and a very successful one. And, and it's actually not a new concept. It's just the fact that it has been it's new and improved, if you will, because uh, if they took an old concept, made it a whole lot better and made it available to uh, employers like like me and so yeah i'm i'm very 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 pleased with that it's nuggets like that why it's so important to listen to this show every week and it's also a good example of why you might want to attend one of bill's free webinars happening on wednesday july 12th that's this coming wednesday bill does these the second wednesday of every month so if you miss out this week you're gonna have to wait until august go to wgalaw.com if you would like to register and attend there's no cost to you it's absolutely free it's free to register free to attend these are in the form of webinars, so you can participate from the comfort of your own home. You have a chance to ask questions at the end of the webinar. And if you attend, you also can get yourself a free consultation with Bill. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the Seminars button at the top of the page, or call 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. Learn more about long-term care assistance that may be available for you as well as asset protection and trust planning those are the two webinars that bill has happening this coming wednesday july 12th learn more at wgalaw.com we're taking a quick break but we'll be right back this is asset protection today with attorney bill alexander and we'll be back after this listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Go to WGALaw.com to learn more about Bill, schedule some time to speak with Bill, or find more information about his free webinars happening this Wednesday, July 12th. WGALaw.com is the place to go. I'm Jason Kong. Bill is here with us today via Zoom. And Bill, you know, we've gone over... Um, some items related to small business owners and how they don't get the 
same quality of advice as large business owners. And I could see how, you know, your story about retirement plans for your employees was so frustrating because there was a, a solution available to you. You just didn't know about it. And exactly. I, I can understand why you were so frustrated with that because you deal with this on a daily basis, helping those who are dealing with long-term care crises. This is why you do your webinars, because there's people out there who this information would really benefit, but they just don't know it yet. Exactly. And that's, you know, most of the things I deal in are that way, uh, you know, because, you know, the fact is, as we've said many, many times, you don't know what you don't know. And, uh, you know, if uh, with with small businesses, your business isn't retirement planning. (laughs) Your business is making money, doing whatever it is you do. Uh, And yes, everybody wants to be able to save taxes and work more efficiently and and help their employees uh, and give the employees incentives to stick with them for a period of many, many years, hopefully. And so. Those kind of things make a difference to people. Um, now, uh, one of the other truisms that I, I talk about uh, is uh, the the thing that all of us are guilty of. Uh, there's not a soul out there who's not guilty of this. And it, it's the kind of thing that can come to haunt us if we're not lucky. And that is when it comes to estate planning or business planning, the thing we're guilty of is putting it off, procrastination. Uh, And that's a killer if you get right down to it, because none of us know when our lives will change, you know, when bad things happen to us or good things oftentimes. But the bottom line is, is that if we put it off, if we procrastinated, uh, and, and then all of a sudden we can't do anything about it, it it makes things so much worse for us. And estate planning falls into that category. And I'm not talking about um, having a last will and testament. You know, the fact is, is if we don't have a will, the state has one for us. It's called intestate succession. And intestate succession may not be exactly what you want it to be. I mean, it may may give your property to someone that you don't want it to go to. But the fact is, there's a plan out there. So if you don't have one, there's an alternate route. Uh, but what happens if the... What I talk about so much is the fact that estate planning has so much more to do with life, not death, but life. In other words, how to deal with crisis that occur in your life to to you or a loved one so that you can actually deal with it the best way possible. And so, of course, the, the documents that you need for that uh, include a, an enhanced general durable power of attorney. That one is for finances. And for most people, that is actually the most important document that you can have. And notice I said enhanced. I didn't say short form or some other, because you have to understand 
lawyers do powers of attorney very differently, but elder law attorneys, those of us who represent seniors particularly, focus on giving people enough authority to where we can do asset protection when there is a crisis. Uh, and so that makes a difference. Now, everybody knows why it's important to have a health care power of attorney, because we know that our health can turn on a dime and that in that event, we need somebody that we trust who can make health care decisions for us when we can't make them for ourselves. So, yes, our health care power of attorney is a very important document as well. But I'm focusing on how do we protect our assets? Because the fact is, is that the majority of folks that come to us to get our help with um, receiving Medicaid are nine times out of 10 in crisis. And why are they in crisis? Because they hadn't done advanced planning. They hadn't been to see an elder law attorney prior to the crisis. And sometimes we, I mean, more often than not, we are dealing with folks who have documents, but they're not adequate. Uh, and then occasionally we'll run into folks that have no documents at all and have never had documents. And I, uh, you know, I, I feel sorry for those because that makes it even worse. Fact is, if you have no documents at all and you're in crisis, the likelihood of needing guardianship is very, very high. And so, yes, there is an alternate, but a guardianship is time consuming. It's expensive. It's a pain in the side for the family member who has to deal with it. Uh, and if it's your spouse, it's likely that your spouse is going to curse you into your grave for having to have to deal with it. Uh, when you didn't have to have that, because if you had your documents in place, uh, it, the, a, a guardianship would be unnecessary. And so, uh, and, you know, obviously part of this is to say, no, you don't have to do your planning five years before a crisis. You know, the, the people know about the five-year look back. But the fact is, is that a good elder law planner like W.G. Alexander and Associates can help you when you're in a crisis, whether you've done planning five years ago or not. In fact, I mean, I don't recommend five-year plans except on extremely rare occasions. But one of the things, one of the first things we do if I have a married couple is I uh, would, in almost every case, move all of the property from the spouse who needs nursing care over to the spouse who's at home, the healthy spouse. I mean, and that's true no matter what, because it, it, it makes a huge difference to, to how the assets are looked at by the Department of Social Services when you apply for Medicaid. So in essence, you don't spin down or convert property until it's in the hands of the community spouse. That, that actually saves time, saves money, and makes the spin down work. Now, if you're single, obviously the, the uh, it, it's a, a different process, and you don't have a spouse to 
but there are other options that a family can use to get on Medicaid very quickly and protect what they've had. That's what Medicaid planning is all about. And it's it's so important for folks to know the things that that uh, you can do. And when we come back, I, I want to talk about one of the uh, things that we do once we transfer the property to a spouse. Excellent. We will continue on that track after this. Don't forget, Bill's free webinars are happening this Wednesday, July 12th. If you want to learn more about Medicaid and VA benefits and other forms of government assistance that may be available to you when dealing with a long-term care crisis, attend one of Bill's free webinars. There's no cost to do so, and it's a great opportunity for you to get ahead, to be able to form some plans and to understand what you or a loved one might be in for if a long-term care crisis does fall upon you or someone that you know. Knowing, uh, being ahead of the game and knowing what to do and ways to save you and your family money ahead of time is so crucial. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the seminars button at the top of the page so that you can attend Bill's free webinars this coming Wednesday or call the office 919 919- 256-7000-919-256-7000. A quick break and back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be back after this. protection today with attorney bill alexander thank you so much for joining us i'm jason kong here with bill alexander who's joining us remotely via zoom today and we've covered a lot of ground and i want to remind you that bill's free webinars are happening this wednesday july 12th be sure to go to wgalaw.com and click on the seminars button if you would like more information or if you would like to attend. It's free to register, free to attend. Learn more about long-term care assistance, Medicaid, VA benefits, as well as asset protection and trust planning by going to wgalaw.com. Bill, we were having a discussion on Medicaid and you were kind of laying out a scenario where um, you've got a, a married couple where one spouse is in need of long-term care and the other spouse is uh, relatively healthy. And you were discussing how uh, one of the first things that you look at is moving um, the property and assets to the healthy spouse as opposed to having things owned jointly. Absolutely. And it it makes such a a difference in terms of how property uh, is counted and how income is counted uh, for the spouses and whether the money goes to the nursing home as patient liability or whether it stays in the pocket of the community spouse. Uh, so many people come to me uh, and ask, can, can we create uh, an irrevocable trust for ourselves that will protect us in the future if we need Medicaid? And, and this is the this is the piece that confuses so many people because they hear about these five year plans and 
those kinds of things. And the fact is, is that, all right, can you create a revocable trust that works? No, revocable trusts give you no asset protection against any creditor. Uh, Everything is absolutely countable if it's in a revocable trust. Uh, Whether it's a joint trust, a sole trust, doesn't matter, it's countable. All right, so can I create an irrevocable trust for my spouse that works for Medicaid protection? And the answer is no. And that probably surprises you. Uh, Now, I'm talking about a trust that I create that that we call a living trust. In other words, it's, it's a trust that we create now while we are alive for the benefit of someone else, our spouse. Now, here's the here's the bad news. If we do that, because some people think that works, but they're wrong, uh, is the fact that uh, a living trust, even after we die, for our spouse is a countable asset for Medicaid. So it hadn't helped us a bit. So is there a trust that works? And the answer is yes. <laughs> okay. But it's not one of those trusts. It's actually a trust that you create in your last will and testament. And so that's the only kind of trust that you can create for your spouse. Now, you can create the other kind of trust, the living trust, for anyone other than your spouse. So if you have a disabled child or if you have uh, another situation in the family for someone other than your spouse, those kinds of trusts will work. But for your spouse, doesn't work, but a will-based trust works. And one of the things for me when I'm dealing with a married couple is my job is to protect both spouses, not just the community spouse. I want to get the patient on Medicaid as quickly as possible, but I also want to protect the patient after I've transferred everything to the, the community spouse. How do I do that? I have the community spouse create a new will, new last will and testament with a trust in it for their loved one, for their spouse who's in the nursing home. And it's called a supplemental needs trust. It's based on federal law. There's no five-year look back for it. There's no sanction or penalty. It's unlimited. There's no handcuffs on it as it relates to how the money's invested or how it's spent on behalf of your loved one. So the fact is, it's wonderful. But so many people think you're creating a trust right now. And the fact is, you're not. Why? Because a will is not a will until you die and your and your that piece of paper that you signed is actually probated by the clerk of superior court uh, in the county in which you live. And so the the fact is is the fact that you have a piece of paper that says I've I've created a trust for my spouse. If your spouse dies first, which is happens more often than not then, of course, a trust is never created. When you die, it goes directly to your children or whomever you want it to go to. But if you should surprise us and die 
first, leaving your spouse in the nursing home, then everything in your name can fall into a protected trust that's in your last will and testament. So it's really important for folks to understand the difference in how trusts work. And, and you know, this is not a secret, but the fact is most lawyers don't understand how this works either because the majority of lawyers know nothing about Medicaid. They don't want to know anything about Medicaid. But if you're a senior and you're worried about these issues, you must go to an elder law attorney who understands what others think is are very complicated issues. That's very well said because you may have an idea of, oh, yeah, I, I I I want a trust. I like uh, the way that sounds. But as you alluded to, um, there's all sorts of different kinds of trusts and ways to do that. But it's most important to find the situation that's going to suit you best and your needs. And that is why it is so key to see an elder law attorney and make sure that you've had your documents reviewed or if you have uh, delayed that. As we said, procrastination is something that we all fall into. Well, Jason, I have one last comment because there are a lot of us who actually have a living trust that we use as our primary planning document. So what about those of us? How do we actually skin that cat? Well, that's when we add that supplemental needs trust to our last will and testament, and then we add language to our trust that pours our trust over to the trust in our will and then our will pours it back for our children you know to the trust that we've created for our children so we call those a pour over and pour back but the bottom line is there's a way to skin the cat but just about any problem that you have as long as you understand how all this works Again, that's why you need to go see an elder law attorney. Schedule some time to speak with Bill. Get your documents in sync with what you want them to do. Go to WGALaw.com. From there, you can schedule some time to speak with Bill. Or if you would like to attend one of Bill's free webinars, maybe you're interested in attending Bill's Asset Protection and Trust Planning webinar. That's happening uh, in the afternoon session on Wednesday, July 12th. That's this coming Wednesday. Go to WGALaw.com. Click on the Seminars button at the top of the page. It's free to register, free to attend, WGALaw.com, or call 919-256-7000, And don't forget, Bill's morning webinar on Wednesday, July 12th, deals with long-term care assistance, Medicaid, and other forms of government assistance that may be available to you or a loved one dealing with a long-term care crisis. WGALaw.com is where you want to go. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. We'll be back after this.
You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Bill's having his webinars this Wednesday, July 12th. If you would like to learn more about long-term care assistance, if this is something that is on your radar, or maybe you or a loved one are in the middle of a long-term care crisis right now, go to WGALaw.com, register for Bill's free webinars. There's no cost to you. This is just a wonderful educational opportunity for you to learn more about Medicaid and VA benefits and other forms of government assistance that are available to a lot more families than you might uh, anticipate as we often talk about the half-truths and misinformations when it comes to Medicaid. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the Seminars button to learn more or call 919-256-7000. That will do it for us today. On behalf of Bill Alexander, I'm Jason Kong, thanking you so much for listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Have a wonderful weekend.